podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. At Discount Tire, we know your time is valuable. Get 30% shorter average wait time when you buy and book online. Did you know Discount Tire now sells wiper blades? Check out our current deals at DiscountTire.com or stop in and talk to an associate today. Discount Tire. Let's get you taken care of. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details. Back to Celtic State of Mind, I'm Paul John Dykes and this afternoon I'm joined by Lawrence Conley and Alan Morrison. I think back to all those games last season, you were covering a lot of them Lawrence and it was it was a grind, I'm going to be honest, particularly the post-match and all of a sudden we are enjoying our football, uh, we're playing the free-flowing uh, football that uh, Tony Haggerty associates with great Celtic sides and that was just breathtaking in the first half I mean Alan I'm going to come to you first we'll have a look at the moments the goals the performances the only negativity uh, that I can bring to proceedings is Yakimakis getting injured it looks like a muscle strain that's the only thing that uh, wasn't good about that first half that was excellent wasn't it? No that's been hugely enjoyable uh, the movement you know the playing at pace uh, you know, every player when they get the ball, there's there's options, there's angles uh, there. So that, that's been really hugely, um, you know, encouraging. Uh, the most for me, the standout actually aspect of it is the is the work without the ball. I mean, St. Johnston are at most risk when they get possession <laughs> near their own goal uh, because the risk of a turnover and a counter press is there constantly. And in fact, you know, the first two goals came as a result direct result of that. Um, so that you know the, the work rate, the desire to get the ball back once we have on the few occasions we have lost it is, for me has been uh, the real standout aspect of that. Absolutely. I mean, we'll talk about the first goal then because I've noted here that again you, you remember the finish. Chancer comes in, delighted to admit it only took Katati seven minutes <laughs> to show why I'm just Celtic manager and not me. I hope he proves me wrong again in the second half. <laughs> it was a cracking strike just after he had missed a chance as well. And he should probably he should probably score uh, the first chance that he got. But as Alan says there, Lawrence, it's Yakamakis who wins the ball back in the box. Yes, yes. And it, and it's another Taylor assist as well, Lawrence. I think Alan said you know Rio has these special moments. And when that went in, I thought that's what Alan's talking about. It's one of those special because it's a cracking shot. You know, the second goal, yeah, Taylor 
to Yak Marcus, not down to Rio, and you know, the two up. And then a Larson esque finish. Dare I say, the boy does have a second touch. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, and it's three now at half time. We're just going to manage the game now. That may it's just, I, I think the last five, ten minutes intensity has dropped a bit, but you know, it's job done, really, isn't it? You know, and we'll see, you know, if it ends 3 now, you know, we're happy enough, it's another three points in the bag. Uh, as long as we don't get any more in- injuries and as long as Yakimakis isn't too serious, I think that's all I'm looking for from the second half. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say this. I mean, we have blown teams away in the first half quite a few times this season, right? And then you're sitting at half time, you're you're thinking to yourself, it's three 0 I mean, can we get five? Can we get six? And often it doesn't work out like that, does it? I mean, the, the classic example is the Rangers game at Celtic Park. We absolutely obliterated them. There were another four decent chances, Alan, in that first half. It's a wee bit like today, in actual fact. But in the second half, it was a completely different game. Um, mm. uh, well, I, I still think Celtic dominated the second half, but it was a different, it was a completely different approach. What do you do at half time in a game like this, Alan? I mean, I, I'm looking at the, the league title were 19 goals better off than, than Rangers. It would be nice to push that to 20 and, and above if possible, but really, do you see that, do you? No, no, and, but I think we're in a slightly different position now in that we're only playing one game a week. And so I think he, I think he'll want to build the goal difference and just make sure that's that extra point of insurance. And I think with it being one game a week, there's no excuse for players not to continue playing with that intensity, entertain the fans. That's what I hope. But I also think actually it's the rational thing to do. Mm. It's the logical thing to do to keep the to keep the pressure on. And no, we don't want any more injuries. But you know, to be honest, you know, that that could happen at any time. I think we'll see O'Reilly. We'll see Turnbull. We'll see Kyogo. All come on, uh, you know, and with, with fresh legs, and 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 go again, uh, and run at them, and, pre- and keep keep the pressure uh, on there. So I think we'll, I think it'll be positive because last week obviously was a different, completely different scenario. That was a that was all, it wasn't a win at all costs for Celtic, but it was a you know they defended what they had and they did it quite smartly actually, um, and with with little risk. Um, this is different this week. This is this is about you know. Really, let's put on a show, but it's it's not not for the sake of it. It's because you know goal difference still matters, and you know we can we can rest during the week. No, absolutely. Now you mentioned the defensive display last week, Alan, and I want to take this opportunity to ask you about that partnership between Cameron Carter-Vickers and Carl Starfield. I mean, we've had if you go through the nine in a row era, um, various partnerships, um, which you know to to my untrained eye. I, I was a massive fan of Van Dyke and Denier. I thought they were a very good, mm, solid absolutely. partnership. And then last season, we were crying out for a partnership. We didn't have one. Um, where do we rate Cameron Carter-Vickers and Starfelt in the great scheme of things? How <laughs> good are their stats? Um, so, yeah, I think you're right. So, statistically, in terms of defensive action success, which is how I kind of measure it, and I won't get into the technicalities of that. Yeah, you're looking at, you know, Ayer, Julian, Denier, Van Dyke were the two really good partnerships in, in the time that I've been kind of collecting data so, and so forth. As a centre-back, Cameron Carter-Vickers is right up there with the best centre-halves we've had, which would be, you know, Van Dyke, Julian, Ayer, uh, and Benkovic actually uh, in, in, in recent times unfortunately Starfelt um, mainly because he he you know he loses a lot of aerial duels 
his his actual numbers are are, are not good, and he he would actually be in the in the in the, the very much the bottom left corner, unfortunately, of of centre halves that we've had over the last six or seven years. More 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 Jack Henry than Virgil Van Dijk, unfortunately. Now now the one aspect of his play that was a real concern early in the season was just the number of individual errors that he um, he, he was prone to. Now that he's tidied up massively, and mm. credit to him. Uh, but in terms of um, defend, just looking at defensive actions, um, you know, he's, he's unfortunately he, he doesn't he doesn't score well by by the data. But what 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 I would just say to kind of give you full context on that is, I think he understands the system. He's got a good partnership, and it's almost a case of you know, within the within the context of playing within a coherent system of play, we can, we almost get away with it. But we wouldn't get away with it against the Leverkusen or a Betis, as we saw. It just won't. I just don't think it will scale effectively to that level of uh, that level of competition. But for St. Johnson at home, yeah, fine. It's interesting because I think the centre half position is going to be one that will have a huge focus in the pre-season for some of the reasons we've described earlier in relation to Chris Julien, in relation to the future of Cameron Carter-Vickers. And of course, if you are looking towards better performances in Europe as well. Balls to Da Walls, 87. Um, my eyesight is so bad, I don't know what the names are until I bring them up on the screen. I've got to qualify. Um, any bad that, could, that, could have gone, that could have gone wrong, couldn't it? It could have done. It could have done. I mean, Colin was so um, annoyed last night that he lost the quiz that he used a couple of expletives as well. But uh, we'll let him away with it because he was absolutely um, done in by the quiz by uh, Natasha. That's how champions play football. Brilliant first half. Hope big Yakamak is okay. Absolutely agree with that. But I want to bring this one up from Joe um, on the YouTube channel because he says that Taylor has been transformed under Ange like so many, but Taylor deserves huge credit. He's a cracking left back. I've been, again, very impressed with him. Uh, Lawrence, I've got to say, on Axom, you've always been a big fan of Greg Taylor. How satisfying is it to see the performances that he's putting in now? Well, it's brilliant. I mean, Last season, obviously, it was kind of difficult for everyone, but you know Taylor always gave a hundred percent, never hit in the park, and which is a lot more you can say for uh, some of the stars in last year's team. And just came out at the beginning of the season, and you know he singled out Taylor and Ralston for praise, the two two fullbacks. You know, I think we're the first two players that were singled out. It's just brilliant to see him developing. You know, he's a young player. He, I think he's thriving under under Ange. There's no doubt. Is he the best left back I've ever seen at Celtic? No. But is he a good left back? Yes. And you know, and he plays this system well. Yeah, he certainly does. What's your take on Greg Taylor? I mean, it's a position we've looked at time and time again this season. And I think simply because of the fact that one of the players we will be looking to offload is Bolingoli in, in pre season. And for strength within the the squad, I think we will be looking to strengthen in that area. But not because I don't think Greg Taylor's a good player, Alan, because I think he has proven a lot of people this season wrong. Yeah, and, and, and Lawrence is right to to point out that he is relatively young, actually. I know he's probably been around for a couple of years, but he's still, he's still I think, maybe 22, 23. Um, still got a lot of learning and development in him. Um, you know, I've written about this on, on Celtic by Numbers that, you know, teams are actually targeting. So this isn't me, right? This is teams are targeting Celtic's left-hand side of defence, mm. and the reason they do that is that most teams play with a big lump up front. They know that Starfield's not strong in the air. Not only is he not strong in the air because he's, he's not particularly tall, is he, he tends to overcommit 
and get drawn under the ball. So there's always a chance of, of, of getting a flick and then getting a second a second ball. And similarly, Taylor, um, you know, fullbacks do attack a lot, and on the on the transition and on the counter, um, you know, because Taylor doesn't have a great pace, his recovery pace is not as good as Juranovic's. There's often a bit of space on that on that Celtic left hand side. So I, I do think it is the weakest the weak that left hand side of the defence is the weakest part of the Celtic team. Um, I would be happy to have Starfelt and Taylor as kind of squad players, but I'd be looking for m- massive upgrades really on on those two positions personally. To play, if we want to be competitive in a, in, in any European competition, we'll, we'd need to we'd need to upgrade. I think those two positions. But I, I love Taylor. I love, I love his attitude. I love his willingness to 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 improve, to adapt. You know, he's, 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 the fullback positions have been very demanding under Postecoglou. He's had to learn new mm. things. I think he's absolutely given it everything. But with Taylor, there's just some things that are never going to change, right? He's not going to be taller. He's not going to be faster. You know, he's not going to be particularly strong. And and, 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 and those, those those kind of physical aspects, I don't think will ever, you know, you, you can't do anything about that. And, and it's the one thing that's lacking in this side still uh, to, to compete at a European level is is the athleticism. That's the piece that needs to, I think we'll see some upgrades in the summer on on that side of it, and I think that in in, in both left centre back and left back areas is where we probably do need to see that upgrade. And again, I don't, I don't I'm not going to be critical. Their attitudes are both spot on, um, but it's just as I say, where I, where where the data shows the weaknesses are, where other teams see the weaknesses as well. Yep, and that's the thing. Other teams will be using data as well, Celtic, to be identifying any weaknesses in the squad. And um, Johnny Ryan, don't take the foot off the gas second half, keep the goals coming. I'm a bit like that, Johnny. I just want more and more goals from Celtic in the second half. And Liam Tennant, can we talk about that ball from Jota from Maeda's goal? We said before the game uh, about the importance of Yakamakis and Maeda just pressurising constantly. And that's exactly what's happened. So the ball was fantastic. But, but Maeda made the St Johnston player make the mistake and, and from that mistake we get another goal. But I've got to say as well though, Yakimak is his finish. I don't even think that's been spoken about enough. That was a that was a tight angle. Uh, but he managed to get it in and unfortunately he pulled up a wee bit after that. You've seen him, not directly after the goal, but you've seen him shouting over to the dugout. And I, I kind of thought to myself... Oh. But then I wasn't surprised in actual fact that Ange didn't bring Kyogo on at that point. Mm. I think he's waiting, like you'll say, maybe half an hour. Give him half an hour. Um, but yes, once again, Lawrence Yakimakis, uh, super finish, two-touch finish. He said during the week to Colin and, and co that if he needs to take two, he'll take two. And that's the first goal he scored uh, with more than one touch. Outstanding finish, wasn't it? Yeah, brilliant. Shades of Henrik Larson. Uh, it's great. I, I, mean, I would love it to score more. I just feel that it's kind of hard when they... They know the game's done just now. Uh, there's going to be a few changes, maybe the softness of that. But yeah, Yakimak is great. You know, it was a good, it was a great knockdown for the second goal as well from him. So it was just got yep. to hope that you know the injury's not too bad and it's just purely uh, precautionary. See, when we look at the third goal by Meda again, I've just complimented Jota for his uh, through ball, flip him onto the left hand side, and that was an excellent pass. As well, now Alan, I'm going to come to you because Lawrence is convinced that Jota has been off for him since he came back from injury. Is there any substance to that? Do you think? I I I, I actually had the same thought in terms of just you know what, what my eyes were telling me. But if you actually look at his data in terms of you know expected assists, expected goals, 
it's it's been pretty consistent in all honesty. Um, I, I, I do feel that when he came back from his hamstring injury, there was a it seemed he seemed physically to be playing a little bit within himself. Um, and you know, it's, 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 it's a, hamstring's a horrible injury, and it's the sort of thing that you you always worry, you, and, and you lose a bit of self confidence. Is it going to go again? Type of thing. But in all honesty, as I say, there's been no drop off in his underlying uh, data, um, despite that. So uh, yeah, short answer, not not really. Brilliant, I love that. Uh, O'Reilly's <laughs> coming on for the second half. Let's go back to the action. I've got to thank okay. everybody for getting involved in the comments. And once again, thank you to Lawrence Conley and Alan Morrison for joining me on a Celtic State of Mind. What's up, guys? This is MMA fighter Clay Guida, and I'm not afraid of anyone or anything. But losing my hair was an entirely different kind of fight. So if you're suffering from hair loss like I was, then you got to check out my boys at Bosley. Pound for pound, they are the champions of hair restoration. That's why I turned to Bosley to get my hair back. The entire Bosley team was so professional and kind from start to finish. All it took was a simple one-day procedure, and I was on my way back to rocking my full hair again. So take it from me. Don't wait if you are thinning or receding. I'm so thrilled with my results, I just wish I would have went to Bosley sooner. It's time to finally knock out hair loss because the best is yet to come. Check out Bosley today. When MMA fighter Clay Guida was losing his hair, he trusted Bosley to get it back. Now it's your turn. Get a free information kit, plus get a $250 off gift card when you text SCORE to 203203. That's text SCORE to 203203. Don't wait. Text SCORE to 203203. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home Internet. Cox is the real home Internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. Sports Social Podcast Network. 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 Sports Social Podcast Network.